what I'm going to do is share a little bit with you about what what I've been, what God's been dealing with me. I right, just share with you a little bit about that, and and the way it all started was uh, with the introduction of the, the new ministry grief share. Right. Uh, so we're going to be in Matthew 11, and also John 6. But before I get started, let's commit this time to the Lord. My Father, my God, we thank you for today, dear Lord. Lord, you are the the sovereign one. You are the creator. Dear Lord, you are our Father, Lord God. You knew us before the foundation of the world. You knew today before we opened our eyes. So, Father, we pray for Mike and that's not feeling well, Lord. We ask your healing touch on his body. Dear Lord, Father God, that whatever it is that's causing you stomach issues, Lord God, that you would take it away. And, Lord God, I pray that during this time, Lord God, that... Uh, I'm sure he's spending it with you, that he's calling out to you, Lord God, that you would uh, speak to him as only you can, dear Lord, that he would uh, take this time, Lord God, and be blessed by it, dear Lord, uh, in spite of his not feeling well, dear Lord. So, Father, we thank you for uh, this class today. I thank you, Lord God, for giving me the opportunity to share a little, Lord God, of what you've been showing me, Lord God, and I pray there would be an encouragement to others. But most of all, Lord, I ask, Lord God, that it would not be me, that it would not be my words, Lord God, but your spirit speaking through me to your people as we commit this time to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Just to give you a little bit about where I'm going to go with this, is when we started this grief share ministry, we really believe it's something that God put on the leadership's heart. We prayed about it and we, you know, looked into it and all that stuff, and it's, it's... it's a very uh, blessed ministry. It's biblically centered. Okay, It takes the participant into God's Word. And really, if I could sum it up, what we do is we are God's vessels in directing people to the only one that can give these people healing. And that is Jesus Christ. Not that we can give them a word or give them a verse even, and, and then they go home and they feel better. Okay, we've all, we all have experienced grief. So you, you get what I'm saying. But what it did for me, and I've tried to make it our focus, we meet every week. Uh, right now, we're towards the end of the cycle. But before we meet, we commit about 20 minutes to prayer. We get here about a half an hour early, and we pray. And we pray for the participants, of course, but I, what's been the focal point of our prayer is what God has impressed on my heart and also the other facilitators is that we rely on him is that we surrender to him and the reason I say that is is because I think we all can understand to a degree how we don't always surrender to God right we, we like we, we normally surrender the big things the you know me being up here today it was a surprise to me and coming before the Lord so that's Another thing that I was, I was pressing in to God for. But also the day-to-day. And what I mean by that is, I ask myself and I ask you this question today. Have you surrendered yourself to God this morning? We're given today. We're not promised ten minutes from now. But have you surrendered yourself to God today? And I, thought, I immediately thought to myself, well, yeah, I'm going to church. I'm going to go to prayer. And I'm going to go to church. But then my thoughts went to, what am I doing after church? Okay. What's going to happen after that? Or what's going to happen later in the week? Or maybe I have, maybe 
your job you have a report due or some assignment that's due or whatever it might be. And we're looking beyond right now. We're looking beyond today. And it just, it just it struck me when we introduced this ministry and, and God's kind of had me there for the last like two months, okay, is trying to surrender everything to God. My thoughts, my speech, and of course that determines what I do. So what I want to encourage you today is, is to surrender today. I can't ask you to surrender tomorrow because we don't know if we have tomorrow. Amen? Whether God calls us home or He returns. Okay? But surrender today. Let's surrender today before we go into that sanctuary. Let's surrender our thoughts, our concerns, our anxieties, all those things, our plans, our vacations. Okay? You, I'm sure that's in a lot of our minds. What am I going to do? Or, you know, how's it going to go? Are we going to be safe? It's the end of the school year. I'm looking forward to the summer, work, college. Yes, we have to consider those things. But we have to surrender those things to God. Trust Him for them and still operate in the here and now. Amen? So... Let's turn to the most familiar passage, and that's in Matthew chapter 11. Some of your headings may say, come to me. Okay? And this is what the Word of God says. At this time, Jesus said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and intelligent and and revealed them to infants. And again, this just ties into what we've been hearing from Pastor. Right? That we heard last week how we are lavished, right, God? By God, right? By God. We are lavished, all right, with insight, with wisdom to understand God's word. Okay? You have hidden these things from the wise and intelligent, and you have revealed them to us, infants. Yes, Father, for this way was well pleasing in your sight. Why did God do it that way? Because that's what pleased Him to do. And it's, it ends right there. We need to trust that. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father. Nor does anyone know the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wills to reveal Him. And now we get to these last three verses. And this is something I shared with those that are, are part of grief share. Jesus says, Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So before we, we're going to focus on the first thing that Jesus says. What does he tell us to do? Come to me. But I want to I want just mention where he says, take my yoke upon you. Right? Take my yoke. What is Jesus' yoke? What do you think Jesus' yoke is? Or what do you know Jesus' yoke to be? Anyone, just say. So what, what comes to mind? A yoke is what they would use to guide the oxen. So okay. if we take his yoke on us, we go in the direction he wants us to. 
Amen. Amen. We take Jesus' yoke that would guide us. Jesus wears a yoke, right, of love. He wears a yoke of mercy. He has a yoke of grace. So we take those things, right? We put ourselves under that yoke, under His yoke, that He would guide us in all that, and that He extends all that to us, but that we also extend it to others. Okay, to our brothers and sisters, and to those that don't know the Lord. And then he says, and learn from me. How do we learn from Jesus? We abide in him, right? We abide in him by being here today, by going to Bible study, by being in his word. And in that abiding, we are therefore sanctified. And we are transformed into the image of Christ. But that come to me. That come to me is, what it's speaking of is a total, complete surrender, right? If I could say it this way, come to come from where we are. Come from a place of independence, a, pa- a place of pride, a place of self-sufficiency, okay? Really, to come from the world of self-existence. Because if I'm not surrendering my day to the Lord and putting Him first, right, I am consumed now by my self-existence, by what I want, okay? What I want from this day, all right? Or what I have planned for this day. What I have planned for this day is what I want, isn't it? Right? What I'm going to do before church, what I'm going to do at church, after church, or the next day, or whatever day God would bless me with. It's coming from being preoccupied with the day and the things of this world. To give. To give to God, to give to Christ, myself. And surrender the anxieties, right? The concerns to Christ. That's what he's saying. Come to me. Come to me and surrender all those things that occupy my thoughts. Right? That I plan for. It's, it's okay to plan, but give them to him. Consider his ways. Right? And trust him for whatever it might be. I mean... Even when we, were in, when we were in prayer, today prayer ran a little longer. And I, I'm not saying this to toot my own horn, but something like just to remind myself, it ran a little bit longer, and that was okay. I'm thinking, okay, if, I'm gonna, if Mike's not here, let me go check if, in my mind. Let me go check if Mike's here, because if he's not here, I just want to go over my stuff one more time and make sure. But then I'm like, well, have I surrendered to God? I mean, even in that moment, I'm like, no, Lord, you would have me here in prayer. So I'm going to stay here until we're done, and I'm going to trust you. So that's what I'm talking about, the, 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 the day-to-day, the next thing we do. Everything that we do. And again, we, we're familiar with the verse in, in Matthew, right? Put first the kingdom of God, right? And all these things will be added to you. I'm not telling you anything new, but I want to encourage you, as I've been encouraged, that have I surrendered the right now? Have I surrendered the within the next 30 minutes that we're going to be in the other room 
worshiping, hearing God's Word, praising His name, and fellowshipping. Have I surrendered to that? Or are my thoughts and my plans elsewhere right now? I don't know if I'm making any sense. If I am, just say amen. amen. Thank you. There's a few people. So, I want us to turn right now to John chapter 6. Beginning in verse 26. I'm going to ask Pastor John if he would please read from 26 to 40 for us. Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you, you are seeking me, not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves. Do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give to you. For on him God the Father has set his seal. Then they said to him, What must we do to be doing the works of God? Jesus answered them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he has sent. So they said to him, Then what sign do you do that we may see and believe you? What work do you perform? Our fathers ate the manna in the wilderness. As it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus then said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but my Father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. They said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall not thirst. But I said to you that you have seen me, and yet do not believe. All that the Father gives me will come to me. Whoever comes to me, I will never cast out. For I have come down from heaven, not to do with my own will, but the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I should lose nothing of all that he has given me, but raise it up on the last day. This is the will of my Father, that everyone who looks on the Son and believes in Him should have eternal life, and I will raise Him up on the last day. Amen. Thank you. So a great encouragement there, right? That all of us who have been given to Christ, right, will remain in Him, we belong to Him, and we will have eternal life, and be raised on the last day. Amen? And just, you know, I was looking at this passage this morning, and... Again, in verse 29, Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God. What is the work of God? That you believe in Him who He has sent. So again, as, as pastors been going through this series in Ephesians, and especially with last week, all right, that we are blessed beyond measure, beyond even beyond comprehension, all right, that He's given us His Spirit, that He's chosen us, that we have the privilege of understanding His Word and the privilege of choosing righteousness over evil, over sin. And that we have been given His mercy and His grace. And this is because it is the work of Him. He, he selected you, each one of us here, 
Okay? To be his adopted sons and daughters. It's the work of God that you and I believe in him, in Jesus, who he has sent. Not my own, all right, uh, realization or, or, or my conclusion. It's my realization because of God's regeneration. Right? That I have a spirit and I read that in his word and he confirms that. But then it, jump down in that same chapter to verse 38. For I've come down from heaven. heaven. And what does Jesus say? Not to do my own will, but do the will of him who sent me. So as I, as I consider what we've been going through in Ephesians, and again, especially what happened, uh, what Pastor taught last week, okay, on redemption, that I would surrender my will to God. That I would surrender my job, what I do at work, how I do it, that I would surrender this very day and the moments that if God would give me after this moment right now. Have I surrendered that? Have I trusted Him? Am I relying on Him to lead me and to give me peace again through the understanding of His Word and what's required of me in the day to day have I surrendered am I willing to surrender and of course my you know my thoughts go to the, to the him right I surrender all well what I ask I start to ask myself and I ask you what is your all what is your all what is my all that I need to lay before the Lord. What is my all today? Because my all today might be different from my all tomorrow. But for today. Tomorrow will take care of itself, right? So what is it today? Right now, before we go into the sanctuary to worship, we're going to have some time left over. And we're going to have time to to fellowship and talk. And that's, that's good. And we should do that. But have I surrendered? Have I surrendered this day that I am prepared, that my mind has been prepared, that my heart has been prepared to receive God's truth, that His promise will be fulfilled in the renewing of my mind and the transforming of my life? Have I surrendered to the point that I'm prepared for that? Because that's what I need to, that should be my concern for today. Right? That should be my concern for every day. But just today, just right now, it's, o- it's only an hour. Okay? And then after church will happen. Barbecues, street fairs, whatever it might be. But then, if I'm going to the Woodridge Street Fair or I'm going wherever I'm going, have I surrendered that to God? Have I asked God to make me sensitive that I would commit that time to Him? That he would use me 
for His glory, for His magnification. And I don't know, I've just been feeling that way lately because we're really thinking on that. Because of this, because of the ministry that we started, but also with what's been being preached. I know who I am. I know who I can be. I also know who I am in Christ. And yet while you and I were still sinners, right? Christ died for us. So again, the reminder, just we know this, but do we take time to go back and just let it sink in? I know I had I had to just to stop there. Just to stop there. God already knew what I was going to do. Gabe taught uh, taught the confession on providence, right? And sovereignty. God already knew what I was going to do. Yet He chose me. Now some of us, talking a little, little bit about this with Dom during the week, John, Pastor John mentions it uh, quite frequently. We all have different experiences in our life. We all have a different background. We had the Holy Home ladies here last week. Yeah. And they have, a, they have a tremendous testimony. But that doesn't take away from the testimony of John or Dom or anyone else here that was brought up in a Christian home. There, there had to come a point of them surrendering to Christ at that point. And we all came to that point. Some very dramatic, some maybe not so dramatic. But that doesn't take away by the, from the power of God and His sovereign providential plans. So just to, to think on that more and more of what I Maybe not. That, not that we go that go to our past. Those of us that have been that lived in the world. I'll just say it that way. Before we knew the Lord, but not that we revel in that, but that we not forget where He brought us from, or what I, what what was going on. And I don't know. Maybe maybe for someone like Pastor John or Dom or or someone else here who's brought up in a Christian home, maybe they went off on their own path for a little while. But still, it was away from God. There had to come a point where, where they made a decision. I am committing to live for Jesus Christ and Christ alone. So, just the reminder, the encouragement that we're only given today. That it's okay to plan for tomorrow. Include Christ in those plans. But live for today. Let's live for t- right now. Let's live that we that we worship God with fellowship. Let's live that if they're after that if God is gracious enough that He would give us the time after fellowship to go into the sanctuary and worship Him. Let's surrender that. Let's surrender to that before Him, that it would be pleasing to Him. So, again, I knew I was going to get done early. This was... If Does anyone have anything they want to add or share? Or... I don't know, you look like... Matthew 6. Um, Jesus admits He's talking about people who are laboring and are heavy laden. And then says, take my yoke. So 
usually the last thing you want to do for somebody who already feels overwhelmed is say, here's one more thing to do. Right. And that's what it feels like sometimes. Sure. You know, Lord, I want to do for you, but my boss won't understand, my wife won't understand, this one won't understand. So God, you kind of have to take a back seat because I just can't do one more thing. So I'm not trying to change the words of Jesus, but when he says, come to me, what he's really saying is, let me come to you. And when he says, take my yoke, what he's really saying is, let me take yours. You know, we just we don't always see it that way. So we say, Lord, I, I want to do it, I just can't right now. Well, that's because you're seeing it backwards. He's not asking you to do one more thing. He's asking you to do the one thing that allows everything else to fall into place. So I know, you know, we all struggle on different levels, but I know for me, you know, i got to remember this isn't one more thing to do. This is really the only thing to do. Right. And then everything else, he'll take care of. That's right. And you, and you know, you, you rate, the way you said it was so, so, so not great, the way you put it was great, right? Because it's not a burden. It's, it's a burden if I make it a burden. How I, how I view it, how God, you know, requires us to view it in this passage. It's like, like, like John said, and like we're saying here. Jesus is saying, come to me, all right, and, and, and follow me, and everything won't be a burden because you are, I am with you, and you are with me. And we remind ourselves that what we do is we're doing it because we love the Lord. We, talked, we, we touched a little bit on this in our community group Friday night. Our, our passion, our desire to obey God should grow because my love for Him grows. And what I mean by that is that we want to show, we want to love on God. All right? We want to bless Him, which is not, not that He needs anything from us. We want to worship Him. We, we should want to do that. That should grow inside of us. All right? That should be our focus. That should be our passion. And that is only going to happen over time. Or the time that we abide in Him, that we surrender to Him. We, we should want more and more just to obey God because I want to show my love for Him and not for anything else. Only we know that in our hearts, why we do what we do. But to come to that point and have that burden released that, oh, it's just another thing to do. It's just another thing to do. No, no, I, Lord, we have to get to a place that I want to. I'm, I surrender this to you. I surrender my life to you. I want to follow you. Okay? And I want, I want to do this. I wish I could just, like, transfer that. <laughs> like, there's a way, you know, to, to transfer that. That we want to do it just because we love it. Amen? Just to show Him our love. Not to show anyone else. Not to... You know, I know I'm rambling with this, but that's just how God's been been dealing with me with this from this whole ministry and this passage. Okay, and I'm sure it's going to go further. So I want to close with a word of prayer. But what I want to do is I want our prayer, part of our prayer, to be that hymn. So I'm going to read that hymn as part of our prayer. So I just want to take a moment and let's let's pray, and we can close. Oh, heavenly gracious Father God, as we remain, Lord God, in your presence, Lord God, by the indwelling of your Spirit, Lord God, we thank you, Lord, again, for our salvation. Lord God, that as we surrender to you, because you've given us that ability, Lord God, to acknowledge you, to realize 
Christ is our Savior, Lord God, I pray that we would continue to surrender. It's never, Lord God, sanctification is not a one and done. It is the process, Lord God, that you work in and through us, Lord God. That you would get honor and glory and that again we become more and more like your Son. Oh dear Lord, we think of that great hymn, Lord God, and we just just want to pray to you, Lord God. I pray that this would be the desire of everyone's heart in here today, Lord God. All to Jesus I surrender. All to Him I freely give. I will ever love and trust Him in His presence daily live. I surrender all, all to Thee, my blessed Savior. I surrender all. All to Jesus I surrender. Make me, Savior, holy Thine. Let me feel Thy Holy Spirit, truly knowing that Thou art mine. All to Jesus I surrender. Now I feel the sacred flame. Oh, the joy of full salvation. Glory, glory to His name. Lord, we surrender all. Father, You know what the all is in each one of our lives for today. So let's, I pray that we start right now, that we start today, right at this moment, that whatever it is, Lord God, that is taking our thoughts away from You, taking our gaze away from You, Lord God, that we would realign ourselves with You and come before You, Lord God, and trust You for whenever the... If, if you would give us the after church plans, Lord God, or whatever that, that all is, that, when, that we would trust you that it's going to be exactly as you planned. And whether we worry about it or not, that's how it's going to be. Oh, dear Father, and as that great hymn says, that we, we said, Make me. Make me, Savior, wholly Thine. Father, that every ounce of our being, Lord God, would belong to You. That we would give unto You. And trust You, Lord God, for every waking moment. Help us, Lord God, not to take the, the mundane, the day-to-day, the usual things, Lord God, the things that we have done 99 times and for the 100th time it might be the same and it will be the same unless we surrender it to you. Father, thank you for your grace and your mercy. Thank you, Lord God, for your forgiveness. Forgive us, Lord God, for when we have not surrendered, when we've been independent, when we've been prideful, when we've been self-sufficient, Lord God, forgive us for those times. Help us, Lord God, to be aware and sensitive and submit and surrender to You, Lord God. Help those times to become less and less. Thank You for Your mercy. Thank You for Your grace, for Your love. Again, the yoke that releases burdens, as my brother said. 
as we trust you and that we would worship you with every moment you give us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.